time for Lickin' On Lending. Welcome, everybody. Good to have you with us. Welcome to Lickin' On Lending, a weekly mortgage market update providing up-to-the-minute information on interest rates, loan programs, and hot industry news, all related to the mortgage industry. Brought to you by Transformational Mortgage Solutions. To participate in today's program, our guest call in line is 646-716-4972. Now here's your host of Lickin' On Lending, David Lickin. Let's begin. Listeners, I am excited to have a celebrity in the mortgage origination arena coming on with us. She's in the top 1% of lenders as originator. She's 23 years in the business. She has a personality that thrived through 2008. She's not just surviving, but she continues to grow. And one of the things we care about is listeners, you hearing positive messages of what you can do to grow your business. And there's a lot of people struggling. I was just talking to one of the executives listeners that runs production there. And many of the production people are getting caught up. Our prices, if our prices were better, they're focusing on all the wrong things. And I want to get a series of interviews going about that will help turn around the tide, turn your attitude around, focus on what you can do to own your business, to grow your business. So joining me today is Tiffany Rose. I'm so excited to have you, Tiffany, on the podcast. Thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. It's such an honor. I love the title of the podcast and the title of our interview, and that is Attracting Versus Chasing, something I have preached for years, and I'm wanting to get your perspective on that. First of all, before we go there, tell us a little bit about your background, who you work for, and your journey to where you're at today. Yes, sir. So I have worked at Guild Mortgage for several years now. I am a lifer there. I absolutely love it. It is the best mortgage company to work for, and that's no commercial. It is all the way up from the tops, Barry and Marianne, and they've just been great. Shayla. So I am loving it there because I feel so truly supported at Guild. But I've been in the business for over 23 years. I started telemarketing for a mortgage company in high school. So oh, wow. Realized, yeah. So I realized back then how to do open ended versus closed ended questions and pass off warm leads and what equity was and LTV. And I didn't even know what I was getting myself into this wild, crazy mortgage biz. Uh, so I've been in it ever since. And I have stumbled, I've won, I've thrived, I've cried everything under the sun. <laughs> and I'm here to live to tell about it and share my story. So here I am. I wish listeners, we're, we're, I see Tiffany as I'm recording this audio only podcast, but if you could see her hands and motion, you would understand her energy level is super high and I love it. I love high energy people like drawn to that. One of the things you talk about in marketing and getting yourself out there, there's a one-to-one sales approach and then there's one-to-many. Now, I think that starts making sense, but if you'd expand on that and from your coaching and consulting that you do outside of your origination business. How do you describe this? What's the best way for you to introduce one to many? Yeah, for sure. Over the years, what's worked for us in our business in the mortgage game maybe isn't the best approach going forward. There's some of the old school things that never go away, but like the human interaction, the human connection, the need to actually speak to a loan agent. But I think where we lost our way a little bit is not harnessing like the power of video and the power of getting out there and speaking to thousands of people and you're on your Facebook or your LinkedIn or running Facebook ads or doing certain things instead of that one-to-one phone call or that one-to-one dinner or one-to-one coffee. If you're going to do that, if you absolutely must do that, then do it with 
five real estate agents, five divorce attorneys, get them to bring their friends. When you market one to many, you're going to be able to duplicate yourself more and attract those people out there on social media, for example, more than just burning and trying to set coffee appointments. For me, I have three kids. I have four bonus children. So we have seven together. Wow. All and- right. I don't have time to call umpteen people on a Monday and go have coffees and happy hours till my stomach hurts and I'm, I have hangovers because I'm having all these happy hours and drinks and dinners. I just can't do that with my lifestyle. So the one-to-many approach is what we all should be doing, but it's worked for me hugely in many ways. Yeah, one-to-many is certainly what we're preaching, but you also touched on something when you were just talking about instead of just one divorce attorney. In other words, what you were hinting to when you said divorce attorneys is the multiple ways and avenues and paths to originations. It's not just the realtor and the builder relationship, but there's many paths, one of which is that. Expound on that a little bit. Some of the different paths you're seeing people take, you mentioned divorce attorneys. What are some others? Yeah. So divorce attorneys are huge because I've been divorced, unfortunately. And I went to them and she was a great lady, but she didn't understand the title part of it. She sent me to a real estate attorney and then they sent me to somewhere else. And these people need direction. The divorce attorneys don't understand. Some of them don't even understand how important it is to make sure you sign off the loan before you get off title. You're giving away your rights and you're stuck on the loan. So it's very important to leverage those kinds of relationships where we can vibe off each other and help the client together. Divorce attorneys is huge. Solar is a huge one. It's not solar. just yes, yeah, solar is huge because there's a lot of confusion in the market on leasing versus buying and where to get the money. Do we pay it off? Is there PPAs? What is it? And there's a lot of solar has gotten the reputation of old car salesmen. Mm-hmm. And so there's can be like the sleazy solar. So when you partner up with someone that's reputable and you give that information to the public on social media and using that power of video, it's a huge way to get more market share. Remember, it's not the market, it's the marketing. Yeah. You just have to find more ways to get more market share when it there gets tougher. And that's all there is to it. And one well, too many and the power of video is huge. Yeah, that's why I can't wait to get the power of video. You talk about identifying money blocks. What is that about? I love your question. This is amazing. So I think we forget somewhere along the line as loan agents, we've been taught to be app takers and order takers. And we forget it becomes in some of us very transactional. We forget that our clients have scarcity, lack issues, uh, home ownership worries, fears. They think that it's too much responsibility. They have, I had a client the other day that said, Hey, I want to buy this investment property in Arizona, but I don't want to rob Peter to pay Paul. And I'm like, hold on a second. If you think that taking equity out of your primary home, when you have a fixed rate to go buy another investment property and harness the power of real estate, that's a scarcity mentality. So I had to talk him through that. He has a money block of owning too much real estate is scary, but rich people invest in real estate to protect their earned income and grow their assets. They don't do it because it's scary and it's a huge liability. And there's different opinions on that. If you talk to Robert Kiyosaki versus this person or that, they have different opinions on it. The power of real estate is huge. So I help my clients humanize it and help them through maybe when they think that owning a home is too scary and they'd rather be stuck in the renting cycle because it's less on their shoulders. So that's a money block. 
it's a great perspective. The money block is getting people out of their own way of negative thinking and reframing things. And I think that's such a big role that we have. We play the biggest role of advisory in the average consumer's life. I love that concept. A lot of great ideas out there, but to achieve the top 1%, as you have in the industry, you've had to do this by standing out in the market. What have you, Tiffany Rose, done to stand out in your market and the markets you serve? So I think it's really important for us as agents to loan officers to pick where you want to talk about, pick your pillars. So mine's divorce, mine's family and fun. We are always out there on social media, either educating, entertaining, or inspiring. If you're just posting yourself on vacation or your dinners and you're not educating or inspiring, people don't want to click on your stuff. So I figured out how to stand out by giving value. And I just did a podcast with Renee Rodriguez, Learn with Renee. Oh, I love Renee. Love yeah. Renee. And he is so huge on giving value in every single thing you do. And that's really helped me stand out. So when I get that future divorced man or woman, they come to me and they're needing help and guidance. And I'm giving them true value instead of quoting a rate and being that commodity kind of thinking. But I'm extending the hand of hope, for lack of better words, and walking them through the process with love and good intentions and giving that value. It's really got me the referral business and the return business rather than that transactional way of app taker thinking. Yeah. You talk about something called parasocial relationships. I want to get into that and why that has worked so well for you. So think about your favorite movies, your friends. I remember in, in colleges across America, they're watching friends on Thursday nights or whenever it was, and you cry for them, you cheer for them, you feel like you know them. And with a parasocial relationship, you can do that with video on social media by talking directly to your avatar. It's really important. I think a lot of us agents forget the word avatar. And when you're speaking directly to someone, working your pillars, standing out, giving that value, they're building a parasocial relationship where they feel like they know you. And it's called win before you arrive. So I get when I get loan applications, by the time people actually call me because they've been watching my videos and my content, they already feel like they know me. They have maybe a respect for me or they feel like there's a friendship there and I don't lose clients. They don't rate shop me. They don't trust me more than the average agent. And it's been a really key to my success and it feels good. That's why we're doing yeah. this is to help people and to serve instead of sell. And, and that's where I've really found my groove. Yeah, I love the concept of serving versus selling. I think if we serve and we're known as a resource of valuable information and we're serving that way and then we're putting it out there, you're going to attract business just because you're attracting it, just as we talked about at the very beginning. Tiffany, you talk a little bit about lender versus realtor misconceptions. Explain that if you would. Yeah, along the way, I talk about this a lot because I've been in the business over 20 years. So I've seen a lot and experienced a lot. Somewhere along the way, we've become almost like a necessary evil to each other. Not all of us, not all lenders, not all realtors, but right. realtors are unorganized and lenders run from problems. We don't communicate or we overpromise. And the way I'm changing the industry is to help build our reputation better where a realtor is excited to hear from us or know that they're going to get the call with the updates. And we're not going to tell them on the close of escrow day that we're not closing escrow and the moving vans have to be canceled. I'll tell you guys a quick story. I was down at the bar and grill in Danville, one of my favorite restaurants. And my friend said, Hey, I want you to meet this guy. He's in your arena. I think you guys would work well together. 
And he came up to me and he said, oh, so what do you do? Barb wants me to meet you. And I said, oh, I'm a mortgage lender. And he said, oh, that's why she wanted us to meet. I'm a realtor. And I said, oh, cool. And he said, so what are you going to call me on Mondays and ask me for a bunch of deals and have coffee and stuff? And I was taken back. But I had to take a step back instead of say, hey, I'm a top 1% and that's wrong. And you probably produce less than me. And that where my mind went versus what I actually said was, you know what? I'm sorry. Us lenders have not been the best. We haven't worked on a reputation and shown up for you and your clients. I want to hear your story. And I'm doing my best to change that. We ended up meeting, working together. And so that response and that way I'm changing the industry, he wanted to share his story and who burned him in the past. And we have a stigma about that chasing real estate partners and chasing CPAs and burning up the phone lines and cold calling and over-promising. We've built up that reputation in a lot of ways for ourselves. I want to change that with real estate agents. How are you doing that? How am I doing that? So (laughs) that's great. So I am doing that by over-communicating. I have automations and systems in place. I have things like milestone videos where if I get a referral from the agent, I send a thank you for the referral video with captions and it's edited and I copy their future client and I let them know what's next. People always want to know what the next steps are. They want to know when you say congrats, your CTC, some of us agents, we want to faint. We're like celebrating. We want to go to the bar and have a drink because we finally got this crazy loan cleared to close, but all people want to know is what's next. So when I do a video like that and I blast it out to the listing agent, the buyer's agent and the client, hey, congrats, you're cleared to close. What does that mean? Here's what's next. No, the notary is not just going to show up at your house or yes, you can sign wherever you need to, wherever's key. No, you don't get the keys right now. I answer those questions and it strengthens the relationship and it puts me as the authority and the brain surgeon in the transaction instead of the one running or under communicating. Yeah, it's so good. Communication is such an important part of it. And this is the most important transaction in anyone's life. I don't care how many times they've done it. It is the most important transaction. And even though they may have done it before and they may know the steps, they need to know where this transaction is at and then give some color around that. You talked about the power of video. You use a lot of video. It's something that you believe in. How did you get there and what did you have to overcome to be able to use that effectively? Oh, wow. My first video, I did 63 takes. My (laughs) kids were laughing. They go, mom, and they're scrolling through my phone. How many takes did you do? And I looked and I counted. I went 63. I was sweating. I was having imposter syndrome that I shouldn't be doing this. I'm not as good as this other person on social media. And I had to work through it. I had a beanie on. No wonder I was sweating. I had a beanie (laughs) on. I was trying to be different or something. So I had this hat on and it wasn't even me. I was trying to copy other people and it was, you know what show. And so when I just did it and I said yes to the process and I continued over time, I got better. I started realizing, oh my God, I was talking too slow or I was talking too fast. Video is millions times more effective than just a text message or just a photo of you. Imagine if you and I were doing this with our cameras off, it'd be a different dynamic, right? So true. So So true. true. Yeah. And that's that, again, that parasocial relationship and giving that value is going to make you the standout. And if you're not doing video and talking about your business on social media, whether it's, like I said, dentistry or loans or real estate or whatever you're doing, if you're not using the power of video, you're going to fall behind. You're going to have that 
stuck in that old school cycle of chase and burning out and not feeling good, good about yourself. And your clients will not know you as well as they would if you're doing video, like a restaurant down the street, right? If they said, hey, this is what we're doing today and this is my family and my kids work here and this is what we stand for and this is what the food, what the love we put into it and why we want to serve our community. Imagine if the favorite restaurant, you're seeing them pop up on social media all the time. Are you going to want to go there more? And you just got to push through it. Just do it. If you're out there going, I hate video, just do it. It ends up being very therapeutic and fun. Yeah, And it's less about presenting yourself in this way that you think will be desirable. It's more about the message. And are you communicating from your heart? Love to get some tips from you that you found that really help in the messaging. So you connect more effectively than just pushing out something. What are some tips that you could lay out for our listeners? As I'm a mortgage coach as well. So yep. I, I have my we're gonna go there next. That's where we're yeah. Going yeah. There. So I tell my students rather than we're all fighting for attention in three seconds on social media. So if you take the time to say, hi, I'm David and I and call me with questions, you're losing people. Right. So the best way to fight for that attention and stop the scroll is to give a hook. Are you struggling getting your offer accepted in this market? You know, top three misconceptions about reverse mortgages. When you do things like that and you get that hook and you tell a story, you give the value and you have the call to action at the end. It's a well-structured video. And That's I good. see it all. I see branch managers that are not at Guild, but other places. I'm like, oh my gosh, I want to help them. I want to coach them because they spend all that time saying, hey, rates are down. The market's good. Call me with questions. I'm like, what questions do they have? Why would someone want to call you? You don't have to say your name and your phone number. It's right there on your social media or in your bio. Don't use that time to say who you are. And if you have questions, call me at 925. Just go for it and give the hook, the value, and the call to action. What social media platforms do you find video works most effectively for you? I love Facebook and I love Instagram because it's widely used. I do it on LinkedIn as well, but I've learned how to just create a video and repurpose it and blast it out to every platform. Yeah. I'm not the best at TikTok, but I put it out there and give some videos and hey, at least I have a presence there. But my jam is Facebook and Instagram, but I also run Facebook ads. It's very easy to connect to Instagram. I, would, I was going to ask you about TikTok and if that's something that you find is effective. I see some using it. I'm not sure. Instagram, certainly more, but it's these shorts on Facebook. They have short videos where you can do the shorts versus the longer videos. Is there any ideal size that you find that's more effective? 30 seconds to one minute with the proper format that I mentioned. Yes. Mm -hmm. The tough thing about TikTok, I'm so glad you brought this up. I have a cousin, Shani Rue. She's funny. She's amazing. Go follow her on social media if you want to laugh. But she had to put so much time and effort and go all in on it. And TikTok, they forget about you very quickly. It's not, it's different than the Facebook platform or even Instagram. So you have to post three, four times a day and it has to be so funny or so moving or so inspiring and you have to yeah. do it so much. And she has a million something followers and she still doesn't get very much money for the ads and the things that she's doing. I do believe that anything you decide to commit to and go all in on, you're going yeah. to be successful. But if you're just starting out with video and you're trying to pick a platform to get out there and build up that parasocial relationship, I don't believe that TikTok's the place to do it unless you're going to do it consistently for a year or two. Makes total sense. Yeah. And I always wonder about the TikTok platform. I mean, there's a lot of different things from a security standpoint. That's what's happening with that. 
But when you are coaching people, what's your approach to coaching? How do you differentiate yourself in that area? I think I really hit on the attracting versus chasing. What you mentioned earlier is being on other people's frequency, speaking directly to them instead of when you're, when I teach my students, when you're out there on social media, instead of saying, Hey guys, it's Tiffany. If you're going through a divorce, I've been there and I understand you. You're speaking to your avatar directly and it feels good and it helps the community. And that's what I help my students understand. That's how you're attracting the business. You're becoming like the mind reader where people go, oh my gosh, how did she know? I feel like she's talking to me instead of being so vague and casting out this big net. So when you really trust that the people, the universe is going to give you the people that need you and you need them and it's going to align and you take that aligned action and you, we got to work our butts off. Unfortunately, in anything in life, you got to work hard. The business isn't just going to find you, but when you're taking the aligned action, you're speaking directly from the heart and serving like what we talked about as well. That's what I help my students do to grow their business. And absolutely through the power of social media, and Facebook ads and, uh, and the Facebook ads have to be good. I was, I messed up about four or five years ago and I was running Facebook ads and I was like, why are they not working? I was saying, buy my thing, buy my thing, buy my thing. Nobody wants to see an ad where it's apply for a loan today, apply for a loan today. When you give that value and you get people to know you, like you and trust you, then they're going to come back and want to apply. But the call to action cannot always be by my thing. People are going to be like, oh, my gosh, Tiffany, who is this girl that keeps saying apply for a loan? Why would I want to work with her? I don't even know who she is or what she stands for. So that is a huge shift that I've helped my client, my students, my clients make. And I do believe that 75% mindset and 25% skill set. So the mind is getting people to believe in themselves, believe in the vehicle, believe in me is huge. You have to believe in yourself that you can do it, that consistency is possible, that you're doing the right thing, that you love your clients and you're walking in alignment with the results that you want, that the mindset's huge in any business. That's a great point. You're talking about your students. Talk about your, how do you go about coaching? It sounds like you have different programs. Yeah, I just, I have Ignite Mortgage Loan Originator Academy. They go to webinar and we do a three-day event for $47 every month. So it's, I don't that's, that's got to be virtual then, obviously. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Virtual live event. Yes. For three days, it's 15 hours of coaching. And you get, it adds zeros to the $47 because what you walk away with is so key. But here's the key. Information is yeah. not necessarily power. It's what you do with that information. And that's mm-hmm. why anybody that you meet that's successful Most people have a coach. I think Tony Robbins has a coach. I know Dean Graziazzi has a coach. You need that guidance and that accountability and the support. And that's why mentorship and masterminds are so important because we can get all this information. You can, you and I, if someone's listening to this, like, I'm going to go do video. Tiff said I need a hook and a call to action and stop saying buy my thing. The chances of you actually implementing it and doing it correctly and being consistent are slim to none. Yep. So, so everybody true. should have that coaching and that's what I provide. So I have one course, it's a 12 months course, but I love when people attend and get to know me first on the live event, virtual live events. And you walk away with so many insane nuggets of information. It's fun. 
You can tell I, I like to talk. I talk fast and I use my hands a lot. So I'm on Zoom and I have hundreds of people watching and it's very exhilarating. And it, I love that I'm helping my fellow loan officers. I told my boss, Bob Cooley, he's the best branch manager ever at Guild. I said, when I crack the code and I don't have to chase and cold call and burn out and coffees and one-to-one mentality, I'm going to share it with my fellow mortgage lenders. He said, all right, I'm going to hold you to it. And I finally cracked the code on it and it feels good. And I'm helping my lending community because there's a lot of pain in the market. Would you agree right now? Oh, yeah. yeah. A lot of suffering. A lot of people focusing on the negative, what isn't getting done rather than what they can do, which is why I'm so excited to have you on here. How can they learn more about you, Tiffany? Do you have a website you'd recommend everyone go to? Yes, please. So you can go to tiffanyrosecoaching.com forward slash invincible. So my event is Invincible Lender every month. Like I said, it's 15 hours of coaching. You can also go to loans by tiffanyrose.com. And if you're looking for loans and I do it all, I wear many hats, but hey, why not? I've been in the business too long to not get into the coaching space as well. So yeah, those are the best ways to reach me. Great. I appreciate you being here with us today and sharing your knowledge, experience, and some insights into how others can get focused on what they can do to make a difference and differentiate themselves. I love that. Very good. Thank you so much. One to many. That's a good takeaway. How are we doing better at doing one to many? And then I love money blocks. What's keeping you from thinking properly about real estate or your clients thinking properly about real estate is really where the focal point is. And then parasocial, that was something I hadn't heard before. Tiffany, this has been very good. Look forward to having you back sometime. I appreciate you. Wish you all the success in the world. Thanks for sharing again with our listening audience. Thank you. You're amazing as always. Thank you so much. It's an honor. Thank you. You've been listening to Lickin' on Lending, a weekly mortgage market update with your host, David Lickin of Transformational Mortgage Solutions. Join us next week, and thanks for listening.